What up, fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, week 18 in the NFL. Who is going to lock in those final two playoff spots? We talk about Kyrie Irving's return to the NFL. We guess Washington football team. And Underdog has a special boost for everyone. 10 bucks wins 500. Here, who Abe and I are on. Talk about the Bulls as cuties, as well as AB and Djokovic. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Ravens select... Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! The play! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant took the jumper. He got it! And the Lakers lead! Mamba out. What up, fam? You are ass. You suck. You are ruining this podcast solely week in and week out by ruining this intro. You had it down pat for so long. And it's not even like, I wanted to think that you're doing it to mess with me. But I'm not. not really. I just keep forgetting. And that's the fucked up part. You just keep forgetting. It's like. I'm, I'm out of my, I'm out, I'm on the road. Maybe have COVID, you know, my brain's Oh, a don't foggy. play COVID. Don't pour, don't. You I'm don't on the know road. I'm on the road. You, you know, do not know. You know how all quarterbacks s- know where the, the play clock are at home? I'm on the road. Things are changing. Things you have, are- it has, it hasn't just been a road. Thing, all right, you do, it. you do it. You do it. You do it. What's up, fam? I'm your host, Dave Granoff, here with my longtime best friend and co-host, Jack Settleman. <laughs> something, something. What's on your mind? <laughs> What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Join me today, and as always, my co-host, longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on See, your it just, mind? It just rolls today? off the tongue once you yeah. get it. Just rolls off the tongue. But you know what? I'm a little mad at just now that you said I might have COVID. You don't know what it's like with the Omi. With the Omi. We, me and my friends were talking about the three seasons of COVID as if it was like a television show and how season one was the OG and legit and season two, eh. Delta? Nah. Omicron? It's a big season. <laughs> Omicron's a big season, but uh, this is my third day in quarantine, spending it with my girlfriend. Uh, I have learned, one, that I don't make the bed properly. Mm. But do you what? guys make the bed every day? Because that was on my story mm-hmm. today. Yes, but when I'm by myself at home, the answer's no. Same. Okay. I feel like I should. Honestly, it just I'm makes not. You feel, yeah, I. I don't. You know what? That. Okay, I'm. I'm cool with people saying I make the bed because it makes me feel like I did something already in right. the day. What I'm not cool with is people saying it's so much more comfy to get into a made bed. No, it's not. It's really it's the not. same unless, shit. Unless you like hospital corner it, and unless really it's a hotel do. bed, yeah, unless it's a hotel exactly. bed, and that shit's tight as a rope. And but by no, the way, usually just, just just to like get out ahead of this, it makes you feel good. You accomplish something. You didn't brush your teeth. Like, if you want to just hit, hit, like, a tiny task. You didn't die in your sleep. You woke up. Right. You accomplished something. You're living. There you go. There are so many other things you can do to accomplish something. Like, write in your journal, like Abe does. Write in your diary, if you're Jack. (laughs) Um, So, day three in the quarantine, I don't make the bed properly. I leave the cabinets open far too often. You, that, that actually, I've seen you do that before. That's nothing short of No, it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. Uh, yeah. Um, but this is my first time living with a girl for a long period of time. So I'm learning a lot about myself. Uh, I suck at Monopoly. I'm a mm. poor money manager in that regard. <laughs> I'm very fucking cheap when it comes to buying properties. <laughs> I was playing this old ass Monopoly game, Jack. 
And I was so stubborn because like it's so old. So we were missing some of the deeds of the cards. And I, my first two properties I bought, we didn't have the cards for them. So I had to just like compare them to others. I started landing on properties and I had to buy them that didn't have the card. I was like, you know what? If they don't have the card, I'm not buying them. <laughs> like I'm sick of it. You sound, I can't, you sound I, like the country of Australia. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to own something and not have legal paperwork for it. Like that's poor money managing. And then I just got my ass busted in Monopoly, which I thought Monopoly was like a a long, a long game to be played. I got my ass busted quick. Yeah. There's those quick. It's because you remember those days where like the game got drawn out and it went three hours, but the majority of them were actually pretty speedy. They've done a poor job branding themselves in that regard. Uh, Yeah. So I suck at managing fake money. I don't make the bed right. I leave the cabinets open. Um, but you're still. But there. I feel good. But I yeah. feel good. It I feel fine. Like I haven't had the symptoms. Out. I have my taste and smell. There's just a couple of people in my ear just that should maybe stop running their mouths. That's mm. all. Okay. Be careful. I'm nervous. You're not looking in your peripherals during this recording. <laughs> but uh, I want to move. I, I want. <laughs> I want to move uh, the first topic. Well, it wasn't the first topic. To the first topic, the Bulls as cuties. You are most likely. You have been going on an absolute rampage these last forty-eight hours about the Chicago Bulls. I would not be. You did your first ever meet and greet in Chicago, Jack. That mm. might be the last time you ever go to Chicago. So, which is I, a shame because of the Glizzies. I said that Chicago. I, I'm a fan of this Bulls team. I they're fun. They're exciting. They're just not for real. And. People are all on me. And look, when you attack me and start with, oh, where are the Knicks? The Knicks suck. That doesn't prove a <laughs> that single means that, thing. That's one point for Jack. Right. That doesn't prove a single thing. Do you disagree with me? Do you think, okay, if I said percent chances they win the finals. Zero. Percent ch- zero, right? 0.000. Like you would zero. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. Me too. Chances they make the NBA finals. Zero. <laughs> chances they make the conference finals. 10. Okay. So you completely Zero. agree with me. Oh, I'm with you. I'm just, I'm just do not want a whole city going against me. <laughs> Actually, yes, I do. Who am I kidding? That's like my fucking dream. <laughs> but I do like Chicago. Um, but so you, we've talked about the Bulls and how much you think they're cuties, which they are, and they're having a lot of fun this season. So great for them. But what specifically about them to you makes them cute? They don't have the superstar power to win an NBA championship. And so people may, and they easily The Bucks didn't either. Stop that. Stop <laughs> that right now. Stop that right now. No, look, so you could easily point to the Suns of last year. Which, what about the Bubble Lakers? They didn't. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. What are we talking? They they don't have the superstar. Like you need, they don't even have a singular superstar, let alone multiple. Now the Bucks didn't have multiple superstars. They had a, the best player in the history of the NBA, and then two stars below him. And then you could look at you really <laughs> love Dante Divincenzo like that, huh? He didn't even play. Right, <laughs> he, uh, he got hurt. The the Suns you could say didn't have a superstar. I would say Devin Booker's probably better than Zach Levine or Demar Derozan. Even tomorrow, he's better than them. I would, I think Levine's better than DeRozan. You don't mean that. I don't. I don't think you do. I thought that was a consensus. Really? I thought you were going to agree with me right away. No, I I think it's probably 90 10 Booker Levine. If I pull. I'm I'm talking about Levine DeRozan. Oh, Levine DeRozan. I'm talking about Booker. 
Well, I'm talking about Levine. Oh, DeRozan. yeah, Levine's better than Dorothy. I mean, not okay. today, maybe. If you true. if you pulled Book and Levine, I think it'd probably be seventy thirty Book. Yeah, without a doubt. And the third, I, lo- I love Levine. Yeah, I think he's a great player, but he's not a superstar. And I don't neither is Book. Yeah, I don't find but Book's like I'm telling right you, we at throw that, that word superstar yeah, around we, way we've too much with Jason right, Tatum. So, like he's not. <laughs> I disagree with that. The the two they don't have superstars. And first of all, can we just acknowledge DeMar DeRozan, great season, most improved player in the MVP conversation just because, like, we want to be nice to him. Um, He's, like, the premier cutie of all cuties. Like, this is all he does. He's LeBronto. Yeah, what what's Vucevic doing in the playoffs defensively? Like this team is built perfectly to be a playoff exit to a much better team. And now that Kyrie Irving is back to transition into that, we're recording Wednesday night before his first game against the Pacers, which Abe and I broke right here on the Snapback Sports Pod. So fuck you, big media, for not crediting us. And we're two for two. Yeah, we're two for two. And we will be three for three. Um, now that Kyrie's back, I don't see how the Nets or the Bucks don't come out of the East. I guess seeding wise, maybe they end up playing each other and then that team just goes on and wins the conference. But those are clearly the two best teams in the conference. Pains me to say it, but you're right. I mean, yeah, you can't even fight it with how bad the Sixers are currently. You know, things can change. Not that bad. They're really not that bad currently. They're playing pretty good. Joel's just carrying everybody, and he's just, I want to fucking kiss his face. Um, (laughs) But no. And you're right. It's the the Nets and the Bucks are the two best teams in the East, but you'll take, I want to take it a step further that there's levels to this, Jack. Yeah. There is. The Nets are far and beyond better than the Bucks. Um,. Yes. yes, yes, yes. I, yes. I, I was the one who said last year that I would bet all my money that the Nets were going to win the title, and you disagree with me initially. Well, we were, we were nasty last year. <laughs> no, you, yeah, okay, that's true. Uh, but they were still the same team. I think they could be better with Mills when Harris comes back fully. They have. I mean, they're the best. They team. have. Stop saying Mills, <laughs> Harris, did, Kevin Durant. James Harden, Kyrie Irving. That's it. That is it. Like, you texted me wanting to bet on Kyrie's over tonight. I was like, yeah, it sounds all cool and dandy. Kyrie can go get 30 and make a statement. But Kevin Durant and James Harden can put up 90. (laughs) 90. I genuinely think that we will see one game this year, and I hope maybe it's against Detroit. They did it against against Cleveland last year. Those three are the yeah. only people to score. Yeah, they did it against Cleveland. They did they? Cle- where no, everyone had zero no, points. No, 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 no. That will never happen. That will never happen in the history of basketball. If they wanted it to, they could win a game that way. I agree. That would be so fun. Like, why not? You're playing the fucking Pistons on a February Sunday matinee. Not a single person in the world's watching. Just in the locker room, you have two games up in the East. Like you can easily make it back up if you drop this. Let's just fuck around and, and make some history. Like why not? I I'm actually everyone's... reading the book about the Nets right now. Have you heard of There's it? A book? They've already wrote a book about this team. They not about the current team, but uh, remember when all the quotes came out about how Durant's like the biggest stoner ever? Nope. Oh, yeah, that happened. Well, I'm reading I know the he's book. invested in a bunch of weed. Yeah, no, yeah, it was like this whole thing. Right now, it's like this super deep dive into all Are you the reading it or are you listening to it? 
I'm actually reading. I actually went to a Barnes and Nobles and bought it. Mm. I'm only through a, a few chapters, but it's super interesting. Like, I guess we don't really get that access unless you read about it, right? Like, you're not going to have a video doc. And then when we do, like, MJ's doc and when LeBron puts out his, like, that's the coolest type of sports content. Would you agree with me? That's the coolest type of content is the behind. I'm thorough. I'm, like, four episodes into the Brady documentary, and I think it's awesome. Yeah. So. You got to run that out of all people. What? Run that up? Oh, yeah. Run the Brady doc. Yeah. What's his middle name? Bradley. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tom Bradley Brady. Ed, Edward. There you go. Okay. Um, we talked about Kyrie. I think the Nets are the favorite, obviously. Let's um, talk about politics. Yeah, let's get political on here. It feels, like you said, season three of COVID in full effect. And if you recall, season one, this podcast. Season one, <laughs> season one was a movie. <laughs> this podcast was essentially just like a review of who has it, how we should handle it. It really wasn't a ton of fun. So we'll keep these two things short. But Djokovic gets to the Aussie Open. His team files for the wrong medical exemption for a vaccination Oof. card. They end up the one like fucking intern in Djokovic's <laughs> team is just like, I was just going to try and do an accent, but I'm not going to. It's just like, my bad. Yeah. He, so they don't get the exemption. Then they get an exemption. Then the po- political government overrules the exemption. Apparently right now they're trying to kick him out of the country, which is, I don't want to say epic, but it is kind of terrifying, kind of crazy, but kind of. There's like this. Cr- it's crazy because Djokovic is probably the favorite to win the Australian Open. Probably. What is <laughs> And goes there every year and just dominates. And now he's angry that he can't get in. And there's just like this crazy concept that could easily make Djokovic win the Australian Open. Get vaccinated. (laughs) That is true. The ATP does have a low vaccination rate. So he's not the only one who's been like big against the vaccine. Uh, But yeah, what a. I I don't really have a take on this. Like, what do you think? What do you think the conversation's like, like at customs? Just like he's like walking. He's Novak fucking Djokovic. Like right. everyone knows him in Australia. <laughs> no, 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 and no, no. One, no, he's not. That's not his name. It's Novak. Novak. Novak Djokovic, <laughs> and he's walking up to TSA, and some Aussie's just like, "What do you mean? <laughs> Who the fuck are you?" It's like, I don't know, man. The prime minister told me you can't get in. <laughs> he slips him a twenty, and my hands are tied here. Yeah, just absolutely insane. Well, the only thing more insane might be Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Team AB. Can we admit we're both Team AB? Yeah, of course. Like, okay, I get what he did was very Antonio Brown-like. The worst fucking thing to come out of this is Twitter.com heads playing Dr. Phil and thinking that they are the top mental health specialists in the world. Shut up. Yeah. Stop trying to diagnose somebody else's mental health because he had a little fun in the end zone because he got disrespected by his coach. That is so funny. (laughs) He's like, coach, you want me to go in the game? I'll go in the motherfucking game. (laughs) He takes his shirt off. But no, if the reports are true that Arians tried to put him in the game and he said, no, I'm legitimately hurt. First off, he got a target in the reception right before that happened. Yeah. Like, it's not like he wasn't giving his all. He was balling out for them. Like, he's actually been Antonio Brown for them, the football player. And it, it sounds a little sketchy that this is how it went down. But if it's as simple as 
Bruce Arians said, go in the game. He said, no, coach, I can't. I'm hurt. He says, get the fuck out. Fuck that. I'm Team Antonio Brown. Yeah, Bruce Arians did have two completely different stories. He said in the presser that he told him. I trust Ian Rappaport way more than a guy with a busted Achilles and a headset. (laughs) Rappaport has had bad instances in the past of siding with agents or team. You know, the big M, what they do for their sources. But, uh, yeah, it's tough to judge on this. And like you said, AB's kind of been behaved at least under Tom Brady's um, watching. So, who knows? I did. There was interesting kind of chatter from post the event of like if he was actually injured and then they leaked that he may have seeked another medical opinion and he showed that to the Bucks and they told him to play through it. They can't cut him and he's still on the team. He I thought about this and the way that this story unfolded, we talked about what are the chances Antonio Brown ever plays again. He's a thousand percent going to play again. Yeah. I don't think this is the same for, Antonio for the Knights of DGN in the FCF for the Eagles. Didn't didn't the FCF like tweet at him and he blocked them? Yeah, but then he unblocked them. So he knows them. Yeah. He knows the FCF exists. Yeah. Okay, that's a start. You got to start somewhere. He's a thousand percent going to get scooped up, and I did see some odds. Eagles and Ravens. Top four odds. Uh, we don't want him. I'm, I don't want him at this point. I mean, he's I Hollywood's cousin. I know. I don't want him. I'm officially over Antonio Brown. Really? Abe. He's nasty. Abe, he's very good. He literally took his clothes off and ran out of a live football game and caught an Uber to New York City. And then went How courtside. How is he going to walk? What's he going to walk? And then went courtside. I think he played the situation perfectly. He couldn't get a flight home because he wasn't allowed on the flight. There's been snowstorms all over the Northeast. John Morant was in town against Kevin Durant. <laughs> why not? How else is he going to walk? No, you call a freaking Uber. Like, I don't know why we're judging this guy for doing everything that we would have done. Yeah. Well, we're two for two on breaking news. Obviously, we had the Kyrie stuff here. We had Denzel Valentine will be waived. I, I followed up with the Bucks fear. That fear cutting Antonio Brown. Did someone, um, one of your sources told you? Yes. So I followed up with that. Now, if we somehow get a follow up, that that was true, right? They reported down the line. What do you mean? Jack, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, no, it is true. But like, let's say the big media picks it up. That'll put us at three for three. In that case. When does it become a legal issue that you, (laughs) that you, are the one to break news and the big M's don't give you credit. Yeah, no, that's when can we take, when can we take Shams and Schefter to court? Well, so we're now two for two against Shams. This is our first venture into Adam Schefter land. So, you know, playing two sports, it's not typical in the industry, but we've seen Schefter hop into hoops before. So if we go three for three, Abe, I think it's Ben Simmons time. Or you want to trade him. Well, no, I get to no we're not going to trade him. Just different teams are calling. Yeah, we're, we're going to start there. No, I think if we get this right, or when we do because of sources, before Ben, let's start taking this blue check to Instagram. Mm. With those little graphics that say H slash yeah, T. I don't know what H slash T. Heard through. Heard through. Hmm. Yeah. Learn, cool. learn something. Yeah, I agree. We should go graphically. And Instagram I, graphics. I, Abe, what's good is I know all the Instagram people who run those accounts, so I could easily fill those in. You have checks everywhere, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. 
I like the thought process. Another option that I wanted to talk with you about is Washington football team. They're revealing their name on 2-2. So we've got a month to dive deep. Do we actually go the traditional route and try and find out the name? No. Like go through recently yeah. filed trademarks? Yeah, like that. Or No, we don't. Eagleson does. Right. Eagleson does via Canada. <laughs> he gets a visa. He figures that out. Or... You we can't brain- look up U.S. trademarks in Canada. We if we brainstorm them right now, and we figure out you know some some insight, but we can't miss on. I can't one. take I can't take credit for this because I saw it on Twitter or something somewhere, February second. That's Groundhog's Day. It is, and the it's Washington two, Groundhogs. Two, 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 two. The Washington Palindromes. Ooh. Okay. All right. It's so, going to be it has to be something freaking government related like senators, you think? The Washington vaxxers. <laughs> I actually think we legitimately try and find it, but you know what I'm most excited for about this blue check is like NFL draft season. Oh, that'll be good. That like linking be- linking names and then watching the odds fluctuate. Like we need to be able to fluctuate draft odds, Jack. <laughs> and then just capitalize on everyone being a fucking idiot and thinking we know stuff. We do I mean we do the the draft pod every year. So that could We gotta get some good guys. This we need year. quotes. We need quote yep, we need, we need quotes. quotes. Alright, now we're cooking. <laughs> now we're in business. This, this is, is so easy. Yeah, this is the dream. Uh, you, you know what? That's what big media people do is they wake up every day and go, how can I fuck with the general public today? Yeah. Like, that's my dream job. And we're just going to do it. But we're going to do it the right way. And we're not even messing with people. Like, we're Yeah, we're just accurate. Right. I can't believe we literally had Kyrie four days before Shams. I mean, I can. That's Our sources are better than his. I don't know what to say. Speaking sources, of- <laughs> I don't know who your source is, Shams. Our source is literally Kyrie. <laughs> No, we could have said Jay Williams was our, our source. That's fair. He was texting me the other day. Flex. Not a flex. All right. We've got one more thing to cover here. Since we're five for five with sources, we need to go five for five on underdog. People, here's what we're doing, though, this week. This week, we have an underdog special. Boom. This, this special is a boost. So if you go Boom. five for five on underdog in Pick'em, you take 10 bucks, you win 200. This week, if you go five for five, you take 10 bucks, you win 500 if you include Jonathan Taylor in your pick 'em slip. Max bet, max pick is $10, so don't do more than 10. Don't need to waste your money to win 500. Can only do it once. So don't do two here, two here. Only once, 10 bucks. JT, you can take his over rushing yards, you can take his under rushing yards. Abe, let's craft right now. The Jonathan Taylor leg is the easiest leg of it all. Yeah, and I everyone a- taking this boost is going to hit that over. Yeah, I hit the I hit the under uh, and for this show, but I can't do that to my people because I'd rather win money than be selfish thinking the Ravens and the Jags have a shot on Sunday. I agree. JT over. This reminds me, Abe, a lot of No, we took the under. I know, I'm saying, I'm flipping to the over, because everyone knows this is going to... Abe, this is literally every time that Derek Henry... Oh, yeah, it's a PR move by underdog. Like, they need to reel people in, like, we're giving you a good boost. Yeah, because people are still going to brick the other Nobody's taking the under. Right, everyone's going to take the other four, and Derek Henry rushes for, like, 296 yards against Houston every year. This is going to be the start of Jonathan Taylor rushing for 296 yards against 
the Jags every year. But so okay. just a stat if you're into that thing. Colts 0-6 in Jacksonville since 2015. I'm just saying. These are numbers to consider. But they're in a playoff race, so he won't get pulled before hitting this number over 118.5. Abe, you have picks 2, 3, and 4 for this pick Go ahead. Two is easy, and it's very off-brand of me. But Zach Wilson, that's right, Zach Wilson, quarterback of the New York Jets, over a hundred over over a hundred and eighty-seven and a half passing yards. If you're a Jets fan listening to this podcast right now, first off, I'm sorry. <laughs> Second off, let me take you down a little stroll down memory lane. The year is 2019, I believe. 2019. Sam Darnold, okay rookie year, was in the Jets. We're going to let him give him another year to develop. Shaky second year, sophomore slump. But those last five weeks of that season, Sam Darnold was the highest-graded PFF quarterback in the National Football League. Now, if you look at Zach Wilson over the last few weeks, the kid's been balling. Is he good at football? Fuck no. Is he the worst quarterback in the NFL? Probably, other than Wentz. But this is the spot. 187.5 is very low. Who are they playing? I don't care. Zach Wilson's been balling. This is what's going to happen to Jets fans. Jets fans are never meant to be happy. They're going to hold on to the end of Zach Wilson's rookie year and them playing good games against some good teams and being competitive with Robert Sala and everything. And you know what's going to happen next year. They're going to be the Jets. Wilson's going to suck and they're going to start all over again. But right here, 187 and a half passing yards. We love that spot for Zach Wilson to go over for the worst quarterback in football. With the second worst quarterback in football with my next pick, we're going to head to Miami. We're going to take two attack Levi. What did that Rick? What did Rick Ross say in that one video? <laughs> yeah, it's it. Two attack Leviola. <laughs> QB, Alabama. <laughs> That's like one of the best clips ever. But we're taking two uh, under 206 and a half. Um, the Patriots are playing for seeding, I believe. I believe they're playing their guys. And it's really, really simple. Tua sucks. I've been saying this for so long. 206 and a half yards. Doesn't even have to play for anything. Doesn't want to get hurt in case he gets traded, in case he has to find a new a new team next year. Um, but yeah, the Dolphins have no faith in Tua. They're looking elsewhere. They're going to try and pick up Deshaun Watson in the offseason, my sources tell me. And uh, Tua's just not going to throw We could get minutes. into the source game with Watson, but I, I'm not a huge fan of Watson's character, but... He was just kind of used by big media as a pawn. Sorry, Dan. You're not a huge fan of Watson's character. I get it. What do you think about Kyrie's character? You were tweeting about him. Kyrie just, is just a, a weirdo. Yeah, much different situation. <laughs> just a weirdo. Uh, my last, so we've got Zach Wilson under 187, over 187 and a half, Tua under 206 and a half. God damn, I wish I could just throw my life savings on that one. And lastly, but not least, we're going to keep it in the fam. Austin Eckler over 96 and a half rushing and receiving yards. The only possibility that this bet loses is if the Jaguars beat the Colts because the game will just be QB Neals the entire time so that the Chargers and the Raiders both make the playoffs. (laughs) If the Jags don't beat the Colts, Eckler's going to go over. It's a big game against the Raiders. It's a playoff game, and they're just going to ride him. He's their best weapon that they have. Herbert's comfortable with him. 96 and a half total yards. Total. total. Not rushing, not receiving. Rushing and receiving. I, I think you look at him to get at least seven receptions for something along the lines of 75 yards. Wow. That's a big and then call. You have, and then you have easy 21 and a half rushing yards. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, the final pick, because it has to be a pick five for the full boost, is Koopy Cup over 100.5 receiving yards. Poopy so many, Cup. So many factors at play here. Number one, he didn't even hit this number last week. It's one of like four weeks that he hasn't hit it, which is insane. Uh, they are in a must-win situation to clinch the division. He's like freaking unbelievable and literally unguardable and the best probably offensive player in football right now. So for that reason, you want to ride the two offensive player of the years, Jonathan Taylor over, Cooper Cup over, Austin Eckler over, Zach Wilson over, and Tua tag Aviola under Tua six and a half. That's our pick five. We'll see you on Monday when it cashes. We're going to take a quick break. After the break, we'll preview week 18 and hear from Eagleson. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right, fam, we are back. Week 18 in the NFL. First ever week 18 in the NFL. Unfortunately for the NFL, I think this hasn't played out quite how they expected. Like last week was definitely the week with all the mayhem, all the playoff scenarios. You've now got like 12 of 14 teams pretty much locked into the postseason. And so we're going to talk about those four scenarios. The rest are playing for seeding. But the seeding is pretty much just the one seed Titans need to beat Houston and the one seed was clinched in the NFC. And so it really just comes down to this. In the AFC, you've got Raiders Chargers. It's on Sunday Night Football. Winner gets in. If the Jags beat the Colts, as we know, then they will be able to tie and both go to the playoffs. Let's just start here. Abe, is there any chance that the Colts would lose the Jags and these two teams would literally agree to tie the game. Any chance, like, in the world? I want to say the coaches would be okay with it. I think they would come from the coaches and the GM and everything. But players play with incentives. And a lot of the time, it's in week 18, like, you, there are certain thresholds to go over, whether it's one or two sacks, to win an extra fucking million dollars. Like, that's a lot of money. It's not in the grand scheme of their contract, but like that's a million dollars. So to tell players like you're not playing and you can go to the playoffs, I think is kind of hard. But I think the coaches would try and push it. It would be fun. I think that I don't think I know that Goodell would make a statement. They would say there is some gaming law that they must uphold the integrity of the game. And especially with all the partnerships they're doing with sports books, like you would not be able to announce pregame. Hey, we're going to try tie this game. But if they went into, let's say, overtime because it's a three point divisional game spread, 
I absolutely could see them playing so ultra conservative where it's kind of just like a yeah, we're we're doing this. If thing. they if they weren't going to kneel it. I mean, if they weren't going to kneel at the entire or they were going to kneel at the entire time, at what point as a coach do you say run the fake kneel and just <laughs> chuck it deep? <laughs> just that would be I mean, I don't know the especially Los Angeles, but I don't I think the Chargers and Raiders are pretty decent. Cuz at rivals. some point if you're if you're three and a half quarters into just straight kneels like the DBs are not going to be in press coverage. I promise you that. Like they're going to be fed up with this. It's going to be kneel after kneel. All it takes is one fake kneel and <laughs> they Hunter would never Renfro do it from down the start. The, I'm talking down, like no, you'd have to wait like into the fourth quarter. I'm talking Third about quarter. in overtime is when the two coaches might agree, okay, maybe we play this safe and we're both it's like a handshake agreement, you know, almost. It's just not gonna happen. Mostly because the Jags aren't going to beat the Colts, but if there was one quarterback who has a 16-point favorite could lose a game to get into the playoffs, it probably is Carson Wentz. True or false? Carson Wentz, I don't, I don't, I genuinely don't know the answer to that question. Do you think Carson Wentz has has ever been a 17-point favorite in his life? No, but I genuinely don't know the answer to that question for the simple fact that every time we are making a run to go and try to make the playoffs, Carson Wentz was on the bench. <laughs> He's so your playing. guess is that he gets hurt? Uh, I said that. I said, as a Ravens fan, you should want Carson Wentz to play in this game. One, because it's Carson. He sucks. But two, Carson Wentz has a good history. or a, There's a history with Carson Wentz and his backup quarterback winning football games. That's yeah. all I'll say. Okay. But you could. who would you rather screw you over? It's Carson or Sammy Heisman. Sammy Heisman. That would hurt. That would hurt because he's never delivered me a meaningful win in my entire life. So to do that, maybe this would be the win that he could deliver in the form of a loss. We'll see. Who do you pick? Raiders, Chargers, if that game is for the playoffs. Where is it? It's in Las Vegas. I mean, how crazy. The season is ending in Las Vegas. I'm going to I'm gonna go to the Raiders. I, I think, uh, sorry, Austin, but... I think this like John Madden thing is kind of uh I didn't even think little, about that. A little bit of a spirit animal hanging above their head. I I just think the Raiders have ran so hot in in terms of luck. The Chargers are the better team. What will be interesting is knowing that the Chargers are the better team. Brandon Staley's been the most aggressive coach all season long. But if you remember watching the movie Moneyball, when it comes down to one game or even one play, there's right numbers, but the numbers might be like 52% says go, 48 says don't. And so you got to go with your nuts. Right. It's not a numbers thing at it's that point technically. Game. So so will that factor in? That will be what I'm looking for. I think the Chargers are going to win the game. I actually think they can win the game pretty handily. I think they're just a much I think I'm going to bet on the Ravens like very – I'm not the Ravens. The Raiders like heavily. Okay. I'll, I'll, I would take that against you for the hunt. We can wait. We can wait. Um, in the NFC, one playoff spot remains. Niners-Rams is the game that kind of swings the whole thing. If the Rams beat the Niners as four-point home favorites, Rams win the division. Niners then have to hope that my Atlanta Falcons defeat the Saints, who are four-point home dogs. What do you think happens in these two? Trey Lance probably goes, although Jimmy did practice but was limited today. I don't know, man, because I know for a fact Sean McVay doesn't want to see the Eagles in the first round. I know so. 
And I think that if he does, if the Niners win, then the Eagles have to go to Tampa. Sean McVay has never beaten the Eagles at home before. That's a fun fact. No, but not Eagles aside because we obviously were chilling this weekend as a playoff team. Um, the Rams, I mean, Matt Matt Stafford's giving away the ball right now like he works at a fucking soup kitchen. <laughs> you won't ever get me picking the Niners, though. The Rams, in a game that the Rams, they don't have to win, and they're going to want to try and play it safe. And I find it that when you play for seeding, like, that never works out. Well, they're you. playing for the division. That's different. Okay, so they're playing for the division. That makes more sense. I I trust Sean McVay way more. Yeah. Way more. Now I'm honestly afraid to play him in the playoffs, the, even though we have success with him. The twist, though, Abe, is that could the Rams go from potentially three home playoff games, including the Super Bowl, to losing this game and never seeing... So, three home playoff games. Yeah, with the Super Bowl. They could win... They could then host oh, right, right, in the right, next right. round to not to not having a home playoff game at all. I think the Rams are going to win. That's my guess. I I know he's had a bad couple weeks, but they still eked out a win last week. The week before, and I think they eked it out the week before too. So they're just so good. What if Stafford plays well? So I'm, I'm going to take the Rams. That's a good point. Which would lead to Saints-Falcons. You don't want to see the Dirty Birds with absolutely everything to play for, which is simply just to knock their division rivals out. What color? What color, Jack? Is this game? Plus four. I mean, this is... I don't think you understand. This is This isn't a red alert. Oh. This is a motherfucking black alert. I'm talking black jerseys for the Falcons, Put everything on black in this game. Abe, not only are they four-point home divisional dogs against Taysom Hill. Like, Taysom Hill shouldn't be laying points. I love nothing more than wagering on a team who doesn't have anything to play for versus a team who has everything to play for. People overblow that stuff so much. The only thing you do have to factor in is who's on the field. If the Falcons play their guys, which I anticipate them, maybe Pitts is out due to that hamstring. That could change things. Wait till Sunday. Watch who's on the field. And take Atlanta to the bank. You remember the stimulus package with, that we all got. Thank you, Joey B. For forget, you know, forget all that nonsense you just said and people talk shit on the Falcons because they're the Falcons. They, they've got one less The Falcons win. are 7-9 and nine yeah. and the Saints are 8-8. Eight and eight. That's what I'm saying. That's what <laughs> they're I'm not saying. four and a half points better than a team that they're playing on. I, black alert is... Black was no. further than red in this. I, I was going to zero, 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 zero. Oh. That you, they you can't... You're actually... It's against the, the laws of physics to zero, zero the Falcons because they can literally do anything possible. Like they, They're just... They run the whole spectrum. So I think... What's going to be crazy is the Niners are going to lose and the Saints are going to lose and the Niners are going to get into the playoffs, which means Seahawks Cardinals irrelevant. Cardinals probably beat Seattle. Stay with the five seed. And that's your playoff picture. My hope for this weekend, the Niners win, the Falcons win. Nope. Yeah, the Niners win, the Falcons win, and the Seahawks win. That's how I get to go to Dallas for Wild Card Weekend. Mm. Oh, wait, no, there's another irrelevant game that I. Oh, never mind. I need Carolina to beat Tampa Bay. Mm. The Cardinals games are relevant to me. Oh, so you guys are locked into either Rams, Tampa Cardinals. Or LA. Well, what happens if 
LA doesn't win the division. That wouldn't go to Tampa. Uh, uh, wait, no, you can't be the six seed. We can here. I'll bring it up right now. Actually, Eagles matchup. <laughs> I mean, I played with the playoff machine, but I know my path now. And you know who we would play in the first round, which would be fun. A team we already beat this season, Kansas the City Chiefs. Chiefs. <laughs> Do you even want to make the playoffs? No, no, please, no, God, no. Right, I can't well, find her right, right now. Whatever. It's not that important. We'll see how it shakes out on Sunday. Eagleson, hop in here. Tell me about uh, the last podcast recording with some dark brown hair. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I I mean, we don't know that. The Dolphins could win on Sunday. Ravens could lose. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> The odds. Let's just say the odds are not in your favor. I'll, I'll give you that. They're okay. not in my favor. Not in my okay. hair's favor. No, no. Have uh, you thought about what you may look like? Um. Yes. Do your parents know? Not really. Like I've kind of like half mentioned it here and there, but they haven't really given it much thought. Hey, I don't think. You know, I'm thinking about trying something yeah, new. Like, eh? oh, we, we have this little bet. Like, uh, you know, like Abe's gonna have to eat some waffles or something, and that was kind of the extent of me mentioning it to them. So it'll be a surprise mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. Are do you have hockey for us today? I do have hockey. Oh, all right. I feel like that's healthy for your soul. Cleanse the football yeah. out. Get yep. into the hockey. I completely And agree. if my guy on the abs doesn't get a mention tonight, he will send. <laughs> people are going to have pitchforks coming for you. Abs. So slide him in there, all right? Uh, okay. Abs. I can fit him all in right. there. Abe. All right. Well, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, but as usual, what the puck? Three, two, one. All right, so the NHL has continued to be a bit of a mess since the last time we spoke. They came back from an extended break, and still tons of games have been getting postponed. Some nights we've got multiple games going on, some nights there's zero, so it's a bit of a disaster. The league changed up a bunch of their protocols, brought the taxi squad thing back from last year, so hopefully that can clean it up a little bit, or else we might not get a full 82 games. In some other cancellation news, unfortunately, the World Juniors was canceled. Just as the superior Connor, Connor Bedard, started breaking that one-dimensional loser Connor McDavid's records for Team Canada at the World Juniors. So I'm not really sure if the shutdown was COVID-related or just the people in charge won't get off McDavid's stick. And speaking of him, I was also completely right about his team. They're not contenders. They're not even cute. They kind of remind me of Abe. They've been exposed (laughs) defensively and... You know, what do you know, as soon as the season starts getting along and the refs stop calling as many penalties, those gaudy power play numbers just seem to keep dwindling. Even at 5-on-5, they suck, and they have no future at goaltending. If they don't make the playoffs this year, then I wouldn't be surprised if Nick... Dude, what the heck? What the... I don't even... Did he call you cute? I I I actually just think... I don't even think he was referring to a... I think Eagleson just flat out called me an ugly person. That might have been the case. Or... And then he followed up that something about your defense, and I think that was like... Definitely had some (laughs) some underlying layer to it as well. You want to speak for yourself, Eagleson? What the fuck? And you didn't mention my guy on the abs. You don't unmute him? Am I allowed to talk? No, no. Guess I yeah. Go ahead. Proceed. What was that about? It was just a little dig. The defensive thing, that wasn't about you. I just saying, like, I like I don't think they're cuties. Just, like, they remind me of Abe. Like, I don't, you know. Wow. You think I'm, you think I'm hot? 
I'll leave that to interpretation. Fair. And I just Fair interpret point. it as you want to kiss me. Well, you can. And you turn into that hair blonde. You know? <laughs> yeah, things, things can get I'm, weird. I might. <laughs> Wait, so... Isn't McDavid Canadian? Yes. Isn't it, like, illegal to hate him? No. Really? Draymond Green's American. Yeah. But I feel like you root... Nah, you're kind of scum, too. So, all right. So, you like this different Connor kid. The Oilers suck. Got that. Can you please mention my guy on the abs now? Kale McCarr scored one of the nastiest overtime winners that I've seen in a while. As a defenseman, too, you don't really see them with the, making those kind of moves. So. He's a defenseman? Yeah, he's a defenseman. So that made wow. it even more impressive. Yeah, And the Flyers still suck? Yeah. Okay. Caps have been doing fun. pretty well. The Rangers actually jumped them in the standings in their division, but they're still on the right track. You know what, Eagleson? Give me your Stanley Cup prediction right now. I don't think we've ever gotten that out of you. Uh, my preseason prediction was the Islanders, which has not no, been. No, versus who? Versus who and the winner. Yeah. Don't do preseason Islanders because they are terrible. Yeah. They, they except so I, I think they could come back because they started the first like the first twenty games of the season were road games because their stadium wasn't finished. So they're gonna finish strong and they could go on a bit of a run and get in. I'm gonna write down Eagleson. I'm gonna write down as of one five January fifth your Stanley Cup prediction. Who is your matchup and winner? Toronto Leafs. over the Minnesota Wild. That'll get the least amount of ratings in <laughs> NHL history. No, no Toronto. Well, if Toronto was Toronto, in it, that would Toronto be like would if, pull. But Minnesota. If, I mean, actually, Minnesota has a decent no, no. hockey audience. They, when should we update this? Like once, hockey over there. Should we update this once a month? I don't see why not. Or are you sticking okay. with it for the rest of the season? Well, like I, I want to stick with my Islanders pick, but that's just looking less and less likely. Are they? Do they even have a remote chance at the playoffs? Uh, a remote chance, but okay. <laughs> it's not looking good. Like the, like the Ravens. Exactly. Are you sticking with your Ravens to win the Super Bowl pick, Eagleson? No, definitely mm. not. You guys aren't even mm. getting in. so That's probably true. They have a better chance than you guys. Yeah, mostly because they have none. <laughs> the ball. There you yes. go. Yes. Eagleson, final thoughts as we head into week 18. I'm just happy that there's hockey on and I don't have to worry about football anymore. Fair. Abe? I'm just happy I don't give a shit about hockey because my team is still in the NFL playoffs. Jack? Go Jags. (laughs) Go Jags. Snapback fam, enjoy the weekend. Much love. Peace.